0: Hi everybody, Drake Hill here. I'm really excited about today's guest because she is illustrating the cover of my first fiction book that's rooted in my natural hair journey. I can't wait to share it with you. Remember, if you are enjoying this program, please record your comments on Anchor or leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. Now hair, how I grew it.
1: and I just started putting my hair in ponytails and the reason I did that like I not big ponytails but enough um, I don't remember the count but I would say it was at least like 15 of them just because I wanted to cut them even as even as I could so I did every ponytail the same and I got my scissors and I remember I was standing in front of the mirror and I took one ponytail and I just went for it I just cut it And I remember the moment I cut that first ponytail, I went, whoa, did I really just do that? Like, I felt that (laughs) in my heart. (laughs) Like, I really just cut that ponytail. And it was like, well, I can't stop now. Like, you just cut a ponytail off. That's going to look really odd if you try to stop (laughs) So so I had to go for it. I ended up cutting all my ponytails. Um, I took the rubber bands out because it left a certain length. So I would say I was left with probably a half an inch of hair.
0: This is Hair, How I Grew It. A show where sisters talk about their hair-raising natural hair journeys. I'm host and producer Drake Hill Burns. I've been sporting my natural for more than a decade, but the road to getting here wasn't easy. My story reflects the hair struggles sisters have faced since our enslaved ancestors were brought to America in the 1600s, and their African hair and identity were stripped away. As we commemorate the 400-year anniversary of that painful history, hair, how I grew it, features Black women from all walks of life who have chosen to wear their natural crowns in a culture that promotes straight hair. On today's show, I interview my fellow Clevelander, artist and preschool teacher, Adrian Lane. Adrian is designing the cover of Cleveland's Crown Angels, my first fiction book, That's coming soon. During the podcast, I'll share a few excerpts from this over the top, supernatural, natural hair adventure. Thank you, Hair How I Grew It guest, Katora Bobo, for recommending Adrian. Listen to episode five to hear Katora share how her artwork often embodies young black girls' natural hair struggles. Adrienne has worn a natural for nearly 10 years. I asked her to describe her hair texture. She compared it to an art tool she's used, which made me smile.
1: It's very soft. Like, I would describe it as spongy. (laughs) The reason I say that is because any, like, the shrinkage is real. And at any time, like, the humidity hits it, it goes all the way back to its natural state. If I get it pressed or even if I'm wearing like a certain type of product, yes, it, 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 it's spongy. And I, I've had a lot of people say, your hair is so soft. I'm like, yeah, that's from my mother's side.
0: Her hair stayed natural through the early elementary school years. During that time, mom often braided Adrian's hair in cornrows with beads. And occasionally she used a hot
1: comb. Even when she did do it, it was rare. And she did not press my hair straight, and that was because, that was because she didn't really know the technique of how to get it that straight. She would just run it through so she can comb through it, but it was never like a bone straight press. I ended up getting my first perm, I believe, around third grade because I was so tender-headed. So I think if I wasn't as tender-headed as I was, that is a possibility that I would have been in my natural state a little bit longer. I remember specifically, PCJ, that was my perm. <laughs> we would go and purchase it in the box, come home, and my mom would put it in. And um, at first, it's, it's interesting because I remember she did not fully perm And what I mean by that is that she made sure she got the, the, the edges and the roots, but she didn't leave it in as long as they say to leave it in.
0: The end results were slick edges and frizzy ends that Adrian often wore pulled back in a poofy ponytail.
1: But I remember telling her, I want that edge.
0: <laughs> I want around my hair to look straight. And it did, making Adrian very happy. Mom was too, because she was worn out from styling Adrian's
1: tender head. I would cry. Especially in the center. So she got, so I know part of that was her frustration too, for having to deal with me, because it was just like waterworks every time she would do my hair.
0: Now it was easy to comb. So the relaxers continued at home and became a two-person job.
1: I remember putting literally Vaseline around my face myself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then my mom would go ahead
0: and she would just put the perm in. Adrian covered her ears and area around the hairline with Vaseline to protect the skin that came in contact with the perm chemicals. And it worked because she doesn't recall any burning or irritation. Her mother also trimmed Adrian's hair when needed and washed it in between touch-ups. Then a big change in eighth grade. My brother's
1: girlfriend, mother hey, came over because of the relationship and the bond that we had. Anyway, she came over. She saw my mom doing the perm and she asked the question, why was she doing the perm that way? The woman who had a
0: few daughters knew how to relax hair. So she showed Adrian's mother the proper way to apply the creamy crack, which included letting it stay on longer before
1: rinsing it out. She made it bone straight. She did it. Like that was the day that she actually did my (laughs) perm, And after I had that experience, because I was getting older, I liked the look of it. And so I got rid of the frizzy tip. Armed with this new technique, mom
0: did Adrian's relaxers like a pro through high school. You're listening to Hair, How I Grew It. I'm host and producer, Drake Hill Burns. Today, I'm talking to artist and preschool teacher, Adrian Lane. More on Adrian's natural hair journey in a bit. First, here's an excerpt from my upcoming book, Cleveland's Crown Angels. When I finally dozed off, the most beautiful man I'd ever seen came to me in a dream. His six-foot-two frame, smooth, cocoa-hued skin that glistened with an aqua sheen, toned and sculpted muscles, but not too bulky, a perfect pearly white smile that illuminated his ruggedly handsome face, expressive brown eyes and stunning sparkling lion's mane blew me away. Long thick chocolate locks, each one as thick as a cigar and adorned with diamond-sized water crystals hung down his back to his waist. Barefoot and dressed only in loose black silk shorts that stopped at the knees, his back chest with the sprinkling of coily stubble and calves were on full display. I wondered if those coils were the same down to what looked like the endowment of the century. My sleepy eyes adjusted to the Adonis standing in the middle of my bedroom. Am I dreaming? Who are you? I stammered. I'm Samson, your natural hair, guardian angel. His voice was sexy seductive. If I'd known I'd get you, I would have gone natural sooner. I did a mental fist pump because deep down, I'd always suspected Samson was a black man. Now, back to the show.
1: Did you always want straight hair? That was... That was not really like a thought. It just wasn't like, oh, I have to have my hair look like that. So no. But Adrian did
0: appreciate the straight style benefits. Her bob she wrapped at night was manageable. And she fit in with her peers in the early 2000s. Were there any naturals at high tie back <laughs> back then?
1: Um, Very few. It was, I remember one person in particular her hair was really long too and she her her hair would have puffy and long but um everybody else had perms everybody yeah so it wasn't like the natural look was very rare at that time
0: okay and i'm gonna assume it's not even anything you thought about doing for yourself or did you At back then. That never
1: crossed my mind. Never did.
0: Adrienne graduated from high school and attended the Columbus College of Art and Design. A few hours away from home, she did her own touch-ups and trims. Ended up cutting it a
1: little bit more, so I had like that short bob look. I even added a few streaks of color <laughs> um, <laughs> so. do you remember <laughs> what
0: color do you remember what color you had it
1: oh it was it was the blonde and it was um i i think i think it was called sunny so it was still the type of uh product you can use on your own so you would literally take strands of hair and you will poke it through a shower cap and you would like pull it through And you would spray it on those strands. And then you would literally go outside and sit in the sun and let it dry. Oh. And it would change the color. After
0: years of no salons, she considered going to a professional back home after a strong recommendation.
1: My cousin, who was living in Cleveland at the time, she was telling me about her hair, um, her hairstyles and her stylist. And she was like, you should try it because she uses, she still perms hair, but she uses a special type of product to help you grow your hair
0: out. Adrian tried the stylist and then went to her for touch-ups for about a year. Adrian's hair grew, but... I got
1: frustrated with the fact that I could only use her product. Mm. In my hair. And it caused me to have to visit Cleveland a little too often during my schooling. Certain products were pretty pricey then. Um than the usual that you would just run to the store and get.
0: Well, not even so that, I, between buying her products and then having to go home. I mean, all that yeah adds up. It costs money.
1: It does. Uh, it it sure does. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah, um, ended up Stopped going to her and I went back to um, perming my own hair.
0: Junior year, Adrian didn't think about embracing her natural, but the seed was planted when a friend asked for a favor.
1: She has her hair permed and she has new growth coming. But she wants it cut. She wants the permed hair cut off to the amount, like the length of her new growth. So she has a pretty good amount of new growth. She literally came over to my apartment and I'm like, you're entrusting me with scissors in your hair? Okay. So we literally went through the process. I parted her hair. I looked at, you know, I (laughs) I don't do hair, but I mean, I just did the common sense part. I just knew where the, the straight part. And her natural hair separated. So I just started cutting that. And she left with a flow. And she's
0: (laughs) natural ever since. Once you cut it, was she happy? Like, thank you, thank you. Or she was like, okay, what have I just done? What have you just done?
1: (laughs) Well, to to my knowledge, she was good with it. Like, she didn't show me any, like, uh, reservations about the decisions that she, she made. Now, when she went home, that could have been a different story. But in my face, she was good with it. <laughs> she was happy.
0: And they are still friends today. You're listening to Hair How I Grew It. I'm host and producer Drakeel Burns. Back to Adrian after another excerpt from my upcoming book, Cleveland's Crown Angels. Before she could respond, two black guys approached us. One was short and pudgy with a high top fade and suffocating body odor. His tall and lean friend had a low cut with waves and a gremlin-like face. When he smiled, you could see the large gap missing his two front teeth. Both wore faded jeans and browns t-shirts. They reeked of booze. "'How about dancing with us?' the pudgy one slurred. "'No, thank you,' I said politely. "'I didn't want any trouble. "'I'd use my telepathy to confuse and subdue them, "'but only as a last resort. "'The press would eat me alive for taking down two civilians, "'even if I had plausible reason to. "'Hey, I recognize you,' the tall one could barely get his words out. "'You're Earl May. You ex heir. Well, it's me right now. He grabbed my hand and put it on an unimpressive package between his legs. The pudgy guy stuck out his tongue and leaned into Melinda to lick her cheek. I was about to show them just how mental I could be when Melinda drop kicked the short one, sending him flying through the air. He landed so hard on his backside, he cried out for his mama. Then within seconds, she twisted the gremlin's arm behind his back and slammed it his head on the bar table. My friend is polite, she said close to his ear. I'm not. Get lost. The guys hobbled out the front door. She turned back to me. Are you okay? Melinda is about my height and build. Seeing her level two grown men, I needed a minute to process. Am I? What just happened here? Where'd you learn to do that? Now, back to Adrienne and the day she cut her friend's hair. What was your response after that experience? Is that when you start thinking, hey, maybe
1: for yourself? I was still doing my own hair and I was still getting the perms, but it was like a It was like a trigger moment because I say that because I I recalled her situation and there was a time where I didn't want to necessarily go spend that money on my hair as far as getting the perms and so it became like almost like a money thing too. So when I started growing my hair out as far as the new growth started coming in, I remembered her. Then I started curling, and I remember we talked about it before, but I started curling my hair with uh, paper bags. Oh, the paper bag
0: conversation. Yeah. I cannot mm-hmm. believe. That is crazy to me. Yeah, Crazy because I was ignorant to brown paper bag rollers until Hair How I Grew It guest Estee Irby educated me in episode two. Here's some of that conversation. Brown paper bag to curl your hair. I'm going to need you to break that down because I never heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So what you do is you actually take brown paper bags that you would get from the grocery store and you would cut it into strips. And the strips can be long or short. And you would use those strips in place of a roller. And you would literally roll your hair on those strips and then you would tie the two ends and your hair, the paper bag strips stay in place. After that lesson, I didn't think a lot of people knew about the rollers until I did a Google search and found out they've been around for years. I learned that my mom, who's in her 70s, knew about them and when Adrienne told me she used them, I couldn't believe it. And how did you know
1: about the paper bags? From when I was little, because when there was like, when my mom would literally run just like very brief that hot comb through, she would curl my hair for like a maybe like church or a special school concert or play or something like that. But it was not often. So I remember that from her because I wasn't really like a big roller, like putting rollers in my hair. That doesn't mean that I never had rollers. It was just that like maybe when it was permed or so, I would use the sponge rollers. But that wasn't often. But we would always resort to the paper bag because paper bags were just always around. (laughs) Didn't have to worry about, you know, sleeping on things that's hard. So (laughs) the paper bags were soft.
0: Fast forward to Adrienne's junior year in college when she started to realize the financial benefits of ending the relaxer. After cutting her friend's hair, she didn't think about embracing her own natural, but she started to let her new growth grow out more than usual.
1: So I ended up rolling my hair with the paper bag. And what ended up happening is that when you take it out, it gives you a, a full look. So mind you, I have new growth. Um, My hair is quite a good length and the perm is causing the curls to curl straight. And then I can literally like finger comb through my hair and it was giving it like this kind of big natural look already. And I was getting a lot of compliments. People was like, wow, you know, that's a really cute look. It's really nice. Um, At that time, I'm thinking, well, this is what I can do right now. Um, I like it, but in my mind, I'm like, okay, when am I going to go ahead and get my perm done? What, what's my next route? What should I do?
0: <laughs> Adrienne's hair was in transition, and so was her life. During senior year, she worked on campus, fell out with her roommates, and got her own
1: apartment. It's probably January 2007. Um, I just wanted to do something different. It was just one of those moments. And I thought about when I had cut my friend's hair and, um, at that time I would, I was working in the president's office as like a, uh, receptionist intern, like a work study, um, job that I had at the moment. And I remember I came home from work one night and I was just sitting there (laughs) watching TV I said, I should cut my hair like I did my friends. I was like, I should cut it. Before she did, she called her mom. I just had a conversation. was telling her what I was thinking. And she was like, well, go ahead and do it. She was like, hair is just hair. It'll grow back. I remember getting off the phone with her. And I literally went and got my scissors. And I got the black rubber bands. And I just started putting my hair in ponytails. And the reason I did that, like I not big ponytails, but enough, um, I don't remember the count, but I would say it was at least like 15 of them, just because I wanted to cut them even, as even as I could. So I did every ponytail the same, and I got my scissors, and I remember I was standing in front of the mirror, and I took one ponytail, and I just went for it. I just cut it. And I remember the moment I cut that first ponytail, I went, whoa did I really just do that? Like, I felt that (laughs) in my heart. (laughs) Like, I really just cut that ponytail. And it was like, well, I can't stop now. Like, you just cut a ponytail off. That's going to look really odd if you try to stop right now. So so I had to go for it. I ended up cutting all my ponytails. Um, I took the rubber bands out because it left a certain length. So I would say, I was left with probably a half an inch of hair. Adrienne
0: didn't like the look,
1: so she was not happy. Went ahead, went to sleep. I woke up the next morning. It was one of those moments where you walk in the bathroom and you kind of forget what you did the night before. <laughs> took my out Oh, right, right. Like, okay, what did I drink last night? What did, what uh-huh. did I drink last night? I was like, I, 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 don't, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I don't have any hair. That's right. So I remember before I went to class, um, I ended up taking out my biggest earrings. Um, I was not one to wear like a lot of makeup. Like the most makeup I wear is eyeliner, mascara, something like that. But I made sure I pulled that out. I used to wear condition and shine. It's kind of like the brand of jam, but I, I had this conditioning ja- uh, shine and my bathroom. Okay, so wait a I minute. Up-
0: you said jam. That brings back such memories. I remember the bottle, some black <laughs> bottle and like a green, a green cap, right?
1: Yeah. And then oh, there was God. different color caps and stuff. And then it was like then you can get the condition and shine too. That was a part of that product line. So, <laughs> yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. it
0: takes you back. Okay, go ahead.
1: I ended up. Taking the condition and shine, I put quite an ample amount all throughout my hair to kind of give it a, a a moisturized look, and so it kind of curled it a little bit, but it gave it more of a sheeny look because at first it was just kind of like dry, like my new growth was just dry. So I started um, using that, and I remember I went to I went to I went to class and. People were shocked because, mind you, they saw me with a head full of hair <laughs> the day before because I did this midweek. Like, I didn't wait till the weekend and come back with a new hairstyle. It was like literally night and day. So there was a shock. Um, I don't recall anybody saying anything negative to me, at least not in my face, but I do recall facial expressions that I got. And it was like, whoa, what did you do? <laughs> um, like, I had one friend said, why did you do that? And I was like, I just wanted to. So she was like, you just decided to cut it off? And I'm like, yeah. And she was like, okay, I'm going to have to get used to that. So I'm like, that was probably like the most blunt <laughs> That somebody said to me. But everybody else was like, wow, like, wow, that's bold. You're
0: listening to Hair How I Grew It. I'm host and producer Drake Hill Burns. Back to Adrian after a short break. After a few weeks, Adrian got used to her new look. She liked the curls the condition and shine gave her so much, she put in a texturizer to keep up the style.
1: Ended up putting color in and it was like, I, I would call it possibly like a honey blonde look. So I was wearing the texturizer and the color together. And, um, you know, like I said, I wasn't a hairstylist, but I'm doing this myself and it was working. My hair was growing. Um, So by the time I had graduated from college, I had length from when I had did the big chop earlier. I had about maybe chin length hair by the time I graduated because I ended up flat ironing it for graduation. So it wasn't like long, long, but I was able to wear at least a a short cut look once I flat-armed it.
0: Now a college graduate, Adrienne decided to let her texturizer and color grow out. She trimmed it as it did, and by 2009, she was natural.
1: You know, my hair is still not like, it's not long, but I'm wearing two-strand twists and I'm doing twist-outs. I'm taking, like, the little headbands, and I'm, you know, this is still new to me at that time, and I'm putting it around um, my head to form that little poof. I'm <laughs> I'm going still at times taking pro-style gel and putting it in my hair, wetting it and putting it in my hair to kind of sleek it back into a ponytail.
0: Adrienne didn't know what products to use, so she turned to the friend whose hair she cut a few years earlier for advice. But what worked for the friend didn't work for Adrienne. So I had to kind of just figure
1: it out on my own.
0: (laughs) In January 2010, Adrienne moved to Atlanta to be with family, and she fit
1: right in. It was the best place to do the transition the best place as far as the, the natural hair, because I mean, the vibe is just completely different from where I came from with Cleveland. And although Columbus had, you know, it's diversity and creative just thinking and you can see it and it's in your face more so than Cleveland at that time. When I came to Atlanta, it was just even more, it was like Columbus amplified.
0: She really felt the natural vibe at a hair festival she attended just a few months after settling in..
1: It was there that I saw how many people were completely natural. with locks, with fros, with puffs, with like just natural, even just the braids and Looking at products, it was just like products galore. We were seeing actual um, demonstrations on how to use certain products, even like edge control. They would do a demonstration of how your hair can look really in its natural state. But if you use this on your edges, it can look perm. Even to learn about protective styles, like I didn't know anything about protective styles. Although I was already doing it because of the two-strand twist.
0: The festival also had a sister who discussed natural
1: health benefits. She was talking about even when women perm their hair, how that affects, you know, chemicals going into your bottom body and into your system.
0: Armed with this valuable information, Adrian
1: was committed to staying natural. But my main issue was just finding the right product to put in my hair. Um, that was mainly the challenge because there were certain products that I was finding look really good on certain women that I started to meet, um, on them, but it just didn't look right on, on my hair. <laughs> so it was like, that was a journey within itself to know, oh, my hair doesn't take creams, uh, cause the product shows my hair is more likely to take oils, So it's like I have to use certain oils to actually get that moisture. Like I've tried Jane Carter's products. I've tried um, Miss Jessie's products. I've tried uh, Talia Waji products. Um, And I ended up trying a few of, I think it's Camille Rose. Yeah. I didn't do like, oh yeah, and shea moisture.
0: Stick around to the end of the show to hear what Adrienne uses now in her hair care routine. Did you ever go to a salon? Did you ever basically establish a relationship with the stylist?
1: As time went on when I was in Atlanta, I ended up having a friend who was a natural hair care stylist and she wanted to do some hairstyles to promote the business that she does. So she ended up like putting in kinky twist for me, like adding extensions.
0: Adrian went to her for shampoos in other natural styles like two strand twists for about a year. Then Adrian started doing her own hair again. And when she returned to Cleveland to live in 2014, she stuck
1: with the look that held up best in the cold. I would have my mother braid it and then I would crochet um, just extensions into it, like loose hair, um, some were twist. And I did that because it was protective styles for because the climate is different. You know, winter, I would do it in the wintertime because it was just easily manageable and I didn't have to wear it out because the more you wear your hair out, depending on how you're wearing it, especially if it's in the puff, it's just not good with um, just the Got weather, you know, the weather damage on it.
0: Adrienne stayed in her hometown until 2017, then returned to the ATL. Shortly before leaving Cleveland, she went to a stylist for her birthday to get a blowout, something she had never done to her natural before.
1: And I cut it too all around my hair. Like the sides, the front. I mean, not the front, the left and right side in the back. That was cut and I had the top portion flat iron and style. Um, so I really loved that look. That was really nice. Um, I ended up keeping that style once I moved back to Atlanta in May of 2017.
0: Later that year, she let it grow out. And
1: I had a few wigs that were like shortcuts. So I went through a wig phase while the sides of my hair was growing back. Um, I even did my own braids.
0: In 2019, when Adrienne's hair had grown out several inches, she started wearing a natural puff. She kept that look until about a week before this interview, when she went to a barber who blow-dried, flat-ironed, and cut it into an artistic style with a funky design on one side of her head. See the new look on the Hair How I Grew It Instagram page at Keep It Nat. That's K-E-E-P-I-T-N-A-T mm Here's Adrian's hair care routine when her dew is in its natural poofy coily state. She washes her hair every 2 weeks with Avocado Design Essential Shampoo or Argan Oil Moroccan Shampoo and uses Argan Oil Leave-in Conditioner. Adrian also uses Kinky Curly Knot Today Leave-in Conditioner and Kinky Gel and lets her hair air dry. She wears a satin scarf to bed. Since her recent blowout, Adrienne takes care of her new funky look with the same routine. But instead of using kinky, curly, knot today products, she oils her scalp lightly every day or every other day from root to tip with olive oil and peppermint essential oil and wraps her hair at night with a do-rag. When you're natural, it's, it's
1: kind of like showing that you're allowing that authenticity to come through like something has occurred where okay yeah I'm okay with being more with who I am so no regrets and because I'm an artist it's no telling what I might do with it next but I'm not going back to a pearl ever again
0: The artist and preschool teacher is branching out. In addition to telling stories through her visual art, Adrienne plans to tell more through writing, starting with her life story. She's taking a five-month course to improve her storytelling skills. Unfortunately, the class isn't cheap and her income is modest. So she's set up a GoFundMe page to help pay for the course. If you'd like to donate, click on the link posted on the Hair How I Grew It Twitter page. And check out Adrienne's amazing artwork on her website, BeFreeFashion.com. That's B-E-F-R-E-E-F-A-S-H-I-O-N.com. A final note. Happy birthday, Adrienne. She'll be 35 on April 13th. Thank you for listening to Hair, How I Grew It. I'm host and producer Hill Burns. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. Follow Hair, How I Grew It on Instagram at keepitnat. Tweet me at Hair, How I Grew It and tell me what you think of the show. Also, if you're a sister who wants to tell your natural hair story, tweet me. And who knows, I could be asking you how you grew it. Until next time, Keep it natural.